Tuesday, March 9th, the 68th day of 2021. There are 297 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding through In the Know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app, using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast. On Facebook, watch on YouTube Live on Periscope, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. The temperatures trending in a favorable direction. The COVID-19 numbers trending in a favorable direction as well. And we'll get ready for daylight saving time. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. She's the pride of Pumpkin Center, the heiress to the great mini burger fortune. She's Vera Wang's arch nemesis and the professional bargain hunter's woman of the year. She's Misty Embry Thomas. Hey. How's Misty? I'm doing well. I have a, um, I don't know if it's a public service announcement, but it's a travel advisory for you. Okay. Do you have any airline vouchers that you're aware of? Uh, no, they expired. Uh, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's what I was about to say. A lot mm-hmm. of people thought that the travel vouchers that they got from the airlines last year when they had to start to uh, say, oh, well, my travel is canceled, they put a uh, they put an expiration date on the travel do- vouchers. And now it made me wonder today. It's like, well, am I holding any of these useless Ooh. vouchers? Okay. Um, <laughs> so I guess uh, sh- should they be able to do that? I mean, ha- have we had ample time to use our vouchers if we really wanted to? Uh, no, not really. No. 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 If I'm holding vouchers that are now worthless, I say no. Yes. If I'm not holding any vouchers that are worthless, then I say, yes, we've had plenty of, uh, And my vouchers are from 17, so I don't know. Oh, I see there. No, see, they didn't say 2020. All right. That makes, uh, that makes more sense. He's the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award. Two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe. Washington, London, Moscow, and even SNAP. It's Sam Gormley and the sports. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. I threw in Snap because snap, I like that. snap is uh, home to one of the elite bass fishermen at Grayson County High School. And I saw that uh, you you had a story about the bass fishing team in their banquet yesterday. Yeah, I know. Don't you still want a jersey? I do want a jersey. Well, but you now have a connection with, I think, don't you know this? I was going to say, if you got that connection, I mean, maybe you can get two. I just asked Big O. Maybe Big O. Will the rookie of the year, one, right? We'll borrow one of, borrow one of his jerseys. <laughs> Sam, are you ready for daylight saving time? Um, I really have no strong opinion. I guess <laughs> is probably the right way to put it. Well, I mean, it might help you when you get to be an outdoor cat instead of an indoor cat. You're in a gymnasium most of the winter. Mm-hmm. So, But now when you get to go out to the ball diamond, you might like the extra daylight saving time. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's it is not necessarily fun that it's dark at what five thirty or something along the lines of that. Better than it was two months ago. True, four thirty. Yeah. Uh, daylight saving time begins Sunday at two a.m. And yes, this is the one where you lose an hour of sleep, but don't fret; you'll get it back later on in the afternoon, and you'll be grateful for it. Uh, so don't forget to set any of your clocks that aren't on a smart device ahead one hour before heading to bed Saturday night, and get ready for your microwave oven to be wrong at least for a while. Until you take the initiative to figure it out. <laughs> Every microwave is different. You know, sometimes you got to go to the menu. Sometimes there's a clock button. Sometimes there's a, it's, a it's set hidden. time it's button. It's always hidden on my microwave. I can never find it. Misty, good news for you. Your VCR is going to be right again oh, for the first yeah. time after being wrong for six months. Okay. Uh, the next major change, by the way, if you're, if you're, uh, I was going to give you a brief history of daylight saving time. It was first enacted by the federal government. As a way to save coal during World War One in the spring of 1918 and was only meant to exist during wartime. But the practice was technically ended later that same year, but many regions continued to follow it until eventually the government put the measure back in place in 1966. The next major change came in 2007 when the Department of Transportation, which is surprisingly in charge of the practice, expanded daylight saving time to encompass about 65% of the year. We went, what, two weeks in either direction? Two weeks in both directions, I think, to bring us up to 65%. And the DOT was assigned the responsibility because the switch affects so many modes of transportation The agency continues to observe the twice-yearly time swap because it reportedly saves energy, cuts down on traffic accidents, and reduces crime. I guess I 
I guess I have to believe them. But there's a big movement to odd. do away with it. People yeah. just want to stay on on one time. So I, I, I really have no strong opinion either way. Yeah, it's just I, like in the list of things for yeah. me to, to worry about one, what, two days a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are a few things. There are a few things in my life that don't set themselves now. But and I'm willing to over overlook the convenient or the inconvenience of those few things. But many people have a very strong opinion on it. I'm like, it's not really bothering me. So let's just, uh, I guess, just leave well enough alone. I, and uh, by the way, I say this every time we change the time. I do really feel like that many people who want to stop ch- renaming light or changing time the it's a grass is greener thing. I think you think you will like it better the other way, but I think if you were able to do that for a few years, you in the end would say, you know, I kind of like doing it the old way. Yeah. See, I almost prefer those spring forward because I have one of those clocks that you have to hit the hour and the minute button, and you only have to hit it once instead of having to go all the way around on your clock. <laughs> oh, yeah, to yeah, yeah. It's just one click. Yeah, it's, it's one just click. one click yep. instead of, yep. you know, the full make uh 12, 13 Ooh. clicks because yeah. you'd have so, to go I mean, on the back. One instead of 13, I'll take it any time. <laughs> as, long, as long as you don't get slap happy and accidentally hit it a couple oh, times. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. yeah. Got to be careful. Uh, passing clouds but continued warm today. Uh, but I also want to go ahead and paint the uh, the idea in your mind that heavy rain, the risk for heavy rain is back in the forecast starting for Thursday afternoon and uh, toward the – it's coming from the north to the south so there will be more high clouds uh, in the skies today than there were yesterday, but we'll hold on to some of that cloud cover throughout this evening. So we'll see highs into the 60s, maybe get into 70 in some isolated spots today. Scattered showers will continue for mainly Kentucky Friday and only spotty showers expected over the weekend at the present time. We'll see passing high clouds in 68 today, partly cloudy 50 tonight, and partly cloudy in 72 for tomorrow. So I, I'm i wearing a vest, but I have a short sleeve shirt on. Okay. So I'm trying to, this is, in a, in a little bit, <laughs> this is like wearing a belt with suspenders. But actually, I was told, see, I'm getting, I'm getting uh, a jab this afternoon. I'm getting, oh, I thought you had it yesterday. No, I'm getting vaccinated this afternoon. Okay. And so easier to roll the sleeve mm. up than... Uh, that long sleeve, trying to crank it up yeah. or, yeah. you know, get in Got any it. weird stages of undress. No one wants that. In particular, half on, half in particular the jabber. The jabber doesn't, <laughs> doesn't want to see that. <laughs> Sir, can you put that away? Yes, I, yes, I yeah. can. Yeah, not, not easily, though. So could you give me space <laughs> to work? Everything's down, according to the governor. 331 new COVID-19 cases were confirmed. In Kentucky over the previous 24 hours, that's better than last Monday, and that's uh-huh. better than the Monday before that. 411,040 is the current cumulative total. The positivity rate came on back down, back to 4.06% yesterday. 539 hospitalizations, that's a decrease of 19. We did see a slight uptick in ICU, but you got to, you know, in the life cycle of by the time you become, if you're going to be hospitalized, certain percentage will go on to be ICU because of underlying. So you're just going to see, you, you'll see those life cycles play out. But the number one goal is if you can decrease hospitalizations, then you automatically eventually decrease ICUs and you decrease ventilators. And so if you j- can just get people, if they don't ever get hospitalized, it's because they're not getting sick. Uh, the governor said everything's down. This is the exact type of trajectory we want to see as we are vaccinating people. This, in many ways, a race against time and against the COVID variants. Areas of Europe where these variants started spreading faster and the vaccine just missed. You know, they were they were just in ways 30 days from having the vaccine rollout fast enough to ward off the variants. And so you're seeing portions of Italy and other portions of Europe that are having a harder time. They're still dealing with some lockdowns because they can't get vaccination levels up high enough to fight off the fight off the variants. The virus numbers here at home uh, in Kentucky are the lowest in level in six months. And deaths yesterday, by the way, I didn't mention that, fell to 10. Much so that's. Better. Yeah, much better, um, and let's hope that it uh, hope that it stays there. Now, the CDC yesterday reported 
this is welcome news. I hope that we just don't decide, oh, well, it's over. You know, everybody just go back to doing however you want to do. But the CDC says fully vaccinated Americans can gather with other vaccinated people indoors without wearing a mask or social distancing. The recommendations also say that vaccinated people can come together in the same way in a single household with people considered at low risk for severe disease, such as in the case of vaccinated grandparents visiting healthy children and grandchildren. The CDC announced the guidance yesterday. When are you fully vaccinated? It is not the day you get your shot. Mm-hmm. It's not the day you get your second shot. It is two weeks after your final shot, if you got Johnson & Johnson, it's two weeks after you got your vaccination. If you got Moderna or Pfizer, it's two weeks after your second shot. Okay. So you got to add a couple of weeks on there to be fully vaccinated. I will presume there's a ramping effect that in that two-week period that it continues, your immune system continues to build and develop its defense system to this. But when they deem you fully vaccinated, it's still not it's still some time after you get your final vaccination. And it's different for, you know, the types of vaccine that you get. Some people got one, one jab. Some people kind of get two. All right. The Grayson County Sheriff's Office and other various law enforcement offices involved in an overnight investigation has resulted in the arrest of a Clarkson man on a car theft and drug trafficking charges. This morning about 1 o'clock, the GCSO was notified by the ECSO that a stolen vehicle from Edmondson County could be found in Clarkson. The uh, GCSO, Clarkson PD... Arrived at 209 Bethel Church Road, discovered a stolen Mercedes along with several other vehicles in and around the driveway of the residence. They obtained a search warrant for the property, and at approximately 4.10 this morning, they um, called out for the occupant of the home, which was a 56-year-old Mark Renfro. He emerged with his hands in the air, detained with officers as they searched the residence. They produced a substantial amount of methamphetamine. He was arrested and faces charges of trafficking in a controlled substance, theft by unlawful taking, lodged in the Grayson County Detention Center. Hmm. That's a big hubbub for the middle of the night in Clarks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People in the general area, like, we didn't get any sleep. <laughs> Will you move? Turn your lights off. No, I mean, like, that guy. Will you move out of the neighborhood? Oh, yeah, 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 You're yeah, going to yeah. draw law enforcement to the neighborhood in the <laughs> middle, between the hours of 1 and 4 a.m. Go find someplace else. To, how's your stolen we car? We prefer police to be Move here your meth somewhere to else. Three. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, if you get we into a law enforcement, do it from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. Yeah. Like a normal person. <laughs> As expected, the Kentucky unemployment rate for 2020 jumped by 50%. Now, d- don't hear that as it jumped to 50%. The rate jumped 50% from the previous year, which mm-hmm. is still substantial. The annual unemployment rate for 2020 was 6.6% up from 4.1% in 2019. The U.S. annual unemployment rate had an even bigger spike, jumping to 8.1% in 2020 from 3.7% in 2019. That's really remarkable that our nation was by the metrics that we apparently have all agreed to use, that our national unemployment was at 3.7% in 2019. Now, I think we arrived at that number maybe in a mathematically challenging way because if they eliminated some people who stopped looking for work and reclassified who is unemployment, who is unemployed and who is not. But still, the very fact that we were at 3.7% is remarkable. Mm-hmm. Uh, nationally, Kentucky being at 4.1%, which I think is also remarkable yeah. for Kentucky. Now, if we can get back to those levels, then we'll be doing something. But I fear that we're going to struggle. Uh, you know, a lot of what I've seen from national news organizations is that your your um, middle-class jobs, middle-class and upper, depending upon what your definition of middle-class is, but people who work in offices or people who are in management positions or uh, entrepreneurs or people in those industries are going to go back to work pretty quickly. 
or have gone back to work pretty quickly and their lives will resume. But there are a certain level of jobs, the jobs that you have to go to, the jobs that require you to be outside or the jobs that require you to be on a line or transportation sector related jobs that a lot of Americans uh, have. Some of them are gone forever and some of them will take much longer to come back online post-pandemic. So we're really, if you thought that there was a, a chasm between the two sectors of the American economy, the chasm has grown, has drawn even wider because the mileage is going to vary, you know, depending upon what you do for a living. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to continue. There are many of us, self-included, that go, why do we need a $1.9 trillion stimulus relief bill? Well, it's because of the number of baggage handlers, the number of people that work in bus stations or drive buses or people that just aren't going to have gainful employment because it takes a while for everything to spool back up. So it's important for me to remember, and again, I'm not talking to anyone but self in this. It's important for me to remember that not everyone is in my situation. There are lots of other situations out there that are going to take a while to recover from uh, nationally uh, with with the national economy going on. Um, Not a lot of time to talk about it today, but uh, when we did talk about it last a few weeks ago, the Supreme Court was taking under advisement a case involving free speech on a campus in Georgia and um, where a college changed the rules after they had granted a permit to proselytize in a free speech zone. Do you all, do you remember us talking about this? There yes. was a student, uh, and see if I can get his his name right. Chike Chike Uz uh, Uzigbunum. Okay. All right. So hard one to hard one to to handle. Uh, his case stemmed from his attempts to discuss his faith while he was a student at Georgia Perimeter College in Lawrenceville which is a suburb northeast of Atlanta. After he filed suit, the college changed its free speech policy, leading to favorable rulings for the school by a federal judge and the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals. He had been given a permit, uh, been been greenlit, to witness about his faith of Christianity to people in in a free speech zone. 20 minutes into doing that, someone complained, and then administrators came along and shut him down and said, you can't do that. He said, this is a free speech zone. I can do that. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't so much can you or can't you, but it came to the matter of the relief. Mm-hmm. So he was awarded $1 in damages. But where this where this became a Supreme Court case is, what about the lost time? Mm-hmm. You will never get the days back that you were limited from your free speech because you were in a free speech zone and then they moved the goalpost on you. So it's really a kind of a remarkable case because I guess, you know, someone can say, well, what big of a deal, what big a deal is that? Well, the fact of the matter is people die lost every day. Now, you would never be able to say, well, because he was limited in his ability to speech, this person died lost, this person is experiencing eternal damnation, this person, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But the very the virtue of what we're saying is people do die lost every day, and you can never re you can never get those opportunities back. Yeah. So it's a kind of an interesting case, but for the first <laughs> time In his tenure on the court, Chief Justice John Roberts was the only dissenting opinion. It went eight to one with the Supreme Court, and John Roberts was the only dissenter, which I found to be interesting. Yeah, it is. (laughs) If you like Supreme Court stuff, you can read more on that, but it's kind of an interesting free speech case. Governor Bashir is uh, urging lawmakers to be bold in crafting their state budget. You're going to have to kind of swing for the fences to try and give Kentucky's economy a jump start in the recovery. They also have the cover that so long as it gets back through the House, I guess, today, Kentucky can count on some relief money from the federal government to try and shore up some of the deficits uh, in various areas. So I, it has to be an impossible thing. It's, it's an impossible thing for businesses to figure out budgets 
over the next 18 months. It's an impossible thing for governments to figure out budgets over the next 18 months. There's just no pro forma to go from. Like, right. you can't go back to, well, after the pandemic of 2007, here's what we mm-hmm. – like, you got no – if we okay, thought we didn't know what to do to get into it, we certainly don't know what to do to get out of it either or what to forecast or expect. Uh, the Lexington Catholic remains the number one boys basketball team in the state. Elizabethtown Lady Panthers remain the number one girls team in the state. Uh, the Grayson County Lady Cougars defeated North Harden last night. Um 51 to 43, and Sam, a big milestone at Cougar Gym last night. Yeah, Rachel Snyder had her her 1,000th career point, and she did it on a three-pointer, which is something that she's only hit probably about seven or eight on the season, so it wasn't anything that anyone expected. Yeah, She was really happy though after the game, and she had no idea that the moment when she hit it. She knew that she had gotten the 1,000-point mark because they stopped the game in between the quarters, but she didn't know when she did it. Gotcha. So it was kind of funny that she said, oh, I did it on the three? Well, I didn't guess that, so it's just kind of funny. <laughs> had a ceremony so. for her, balloons, et cetera. But yes. also, she was open. Like you could tell, she paused for a moment. She th- she got it off the inbound. You could tell she looked and like, "Hey, I'm open. Yeah, I got to shoot this." And so, like you say, it doesn't it doesn't happen all that often. But uh, off the pass, so, like yeah. swish, nothing but uh, nothing but net. So, congratulations to her on joining the uh, thousand point club at Grayson County High School. And what double header tonight, Sam? Yes, Barron County, six p.m. is tip. Well, pass in of the first game. On K one hundred five. It's okay. We can still call it tip off. No one, no one's going <laughs> to get less of you for saying. It's only been the entire for, season, for and I'm still not used to it. Down those Trojans. Let's go, Cougars and Lady Cougars. Get after it tonight. We got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Barbie's birthday. What's her name? Barbie. Barbara Millicent Roberts. Yes. Math is hard. Uh, 1959, she was unveiled at the International Toy Fair. By the way, Barbie, you're right. Math is hard. I mean, some, some, some math. Not all of it, but some some of it definitely of it. can be. So maybe that's what she was talking about. Yeah. Maybe she should have said calculus is hard. Yeah. Uh, it is get over it day. Get over it, Barbie. Not all math is hard. It's Amerigo Vespucci Day, commemorating the Italian's 1454 birth in Florence. To where our country gets its name. He's the marginally successful explorer that a European mapmaker chose as namesake for the New World, as in North Amerigo, North America, United States of America. And apropos, Unique Names Day, when we're encouraged to salute people we know who have an unusual name. I kind of like Amerigo instead of American. Yeah. Or America. I guess we just had to Americanize it from Amerigo and make it America. But go on the end of anything is fun, right? Sure. Go, go gadget. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. As far as Unique Names Day, I, you know, I just said in the last segment, sometimes I don't realize not everybody's, not everybody has the same road to hoe that I do. Right. Listen, I don't know what it's like to not, to walk into the souvenir store and spin the carousel of keychains <laughs> and not find my name. Right. Well, my mom, Adele, as her first name, until Adele sure. recently, she <laughs> would never find it. Because it would always be the thing that anytime we'd go on vacation, we'd have to go through and look. And we'd never be able to find her name. And yeah. then Adele is started to come up, and we're hoping that now more people will name their child after Adele. And I'm she'll be able to get herself a, a keychain. <laughs> she can get a keychain on. Sorry, sorry, yes. Finally got a refrigerator magnet. With my name on it. Now, Misty, your name is one that you would think is relatively, like, you might find it on the keychain carousel, but I bet you can't. I bet it's it's not that common. No, I don't ever remember finding it on anything if I did. I found it on a pack of cigarettes once. (laughs) You know, there's a whole brand of cigarettes. Uh Uh, And then there's that stinky cleaner they use at school, the Misty spray stuff, like the school smell. (laughs) That's actually Misty cleaner. Uh I'm like, (laughs) all right. (laughs) It's funny. I mean, it's funny to me. I would but. just buy a Christie and put an M sticker over the CH. Yeah, you can do that. <laughs> just, just redraw it <laughs> yeah. for your best ability. Yeah. Uh, we are post, uh, well, I don't know if we're post-pandemic, but we're we're approaching we're post-pandemic. And here are the most common ways that COVID-19 pandemic has affected mental 
health. There are ways that we are forever changed. Mm-hmm. There are things that we've we've endured them for a year, and we just won't go back to doing them the way that we did in known and in unknown ways. But here are increases in uh, conditions that are being diagnosed, higher depre- rates of depression, higher rates of anxiety. So, uh, again, there are three people here in the room with me who worked, have worked through the entire, entire pandemic. We have not been faced with uncertainty of, we're, you know, will we have, I can't say there's been no uncertainty of will we have jobs, but we show up every day and yeah. we keep working and, you know, we've been needed. And so my point is we, it's been different for a person who hasn't had a job to go to has had bills to pay, has had uncertainty, maybe uh, housing insecurity, food insecurity, et cetera. So those levels of depression and anxiety will spike. Also, in our cases, as far as I know, there are three people here in this studio that have not suffered as a result of being diagnosed with COVID-19. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, again, you've got, we, we exactly, we've been, yeah. we've been nor, very, we've been very blessed. Nor did any of us turn into a teacher over the year. None of us have children at home that we had to homeschool. So That's life right. for us really wasn't that different other than we just weren't able to travel and go out and, and hang out. So, but I can understand people who have worked really hard to get up and, and they're living hand to mouth anyway, and then all of a sudden, for a reason they could not control, all provision lost. Right. Uh, grief and the inability oh. to grieve loss right. during the last year. Even if the loss was not COVID-related, the inability to do it in ways that we historically would have right. and in ways that we needed to. Uh, trauma and early signs of PTSD. Trauma comes in many shapes, and you don't have to physically witness a horrific event to feel the mental effects from it. Watching cases rise, losing your job, being exposed to the virus, and so much more can contribute to a trauma. Uh, Panic and agoraphobia. Instances of panic and agoraphobia have been on the rise. Substance misuse has spiked. I mean, it has gone off the charts. Eating disorders both ways. Overeating and undereating, eating disorders have become much more prominent. Compounded mental health issues, so add depression to anxiety to eating disorder too, and you come up with a very dangerous, dangerous uh, uh, solution or a combination. problem. Yeah, yeah. A combination, mm-hmm. a formula. And then what to keep in mind if your mental health is suffering because of the pandemic. An expert says, I would say to anyone struggling right now that I want you to know that even if we cannot physically be together, I see you, I hear you, and I value you. I feel like people need to hear that message. They need to know that they are not alone. So just as a recurring theme throughout this entire segment and really for much of the morning, we here in rural America – we have had a completely different experience than what large populous areas mm-hmm. have had. And here in rural America, our lives have changed. But I don't think that they have changed and will change at the rates that people in large cities will. You're going to find a lot of people because of the last year, not just due to covid But a lot of it has to do with COVID and then protests and rioting. You're finding people saying, this isn't for me anymore. I'm going to go to rural America where I can forever distance at Mm -hmm. some level. And so it's kind of, I've again, tried to keep that in mind that being here in Litchfield, Kentucky during COVID-19 has been completely different than being in San Francisco during COVID-19. Or 19 when they were hit the hardest. They were really ground zero. Yeah. When it, um, they were the hotbed, the first one. And as we're watching on the news, it was like watching a foreign country because we were not experiencing what they were experiencing in New York. And our first responders, our nurses, went to New York to help. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it, it has been different for us. I mean, we have been very fortunate that we haven't been sick so far. We haven't been teaching. Children have been fortunate that we have not been their teachers this year. <laughs> Our children are fortunate that's, that they've outgrown school. <laughs> that's uh, that's right. Uh, speaking of, uh, so on on the tail end of that, in trying to get to some level of happiness, 
A new study says happiness comes from family, community, and nature, not from money. So that's what's the old joke? Money can't buy you happiness, but it can buy you a whole lot of fun looking for it. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> the study was based on 678 individuals in their mid-20s to early 50s in the Solomon Islands and Bangladesh, two very low-income countries. Overall, participants remarkably high levels of happiness, particularly in communities with the lowest levels of monetization. These were comparable to those found in Scandinavian countries, which typically come top in such surveys. You know, I know it says it can't buy you happiness, but it can buy you some peace of mind. It can. (laughs) uh, It can help. It, it definitely can, can, can buy it you can peace help. of mind. Well, I think what happens is you when if you have a less monetized society, you you just have you also have less responsibilities. You have a completely different a more modest lifestyle and that you don't have extravagances or right. things that you want to pay for. That's the really the thing. Uh, you don't need a lot of money if you're only looking to eat. Right. But if you want to do anything other than eat, it's going to require more money, so you have to reset your expectations. But, yeah, I can see where a very simplistic life that's, you know, nature-based and just being out and enjoying mm-hmm. and more of a simple life, I can, I can see where happiness levels could be Absolutely. increased. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce this, but dulce de leche. Dulce. Dulce de leche? Yes. I've seen this on various things like uh, cheesecakes and things, but I don't mm-hmm. know exactly how to say it. Dulce de leche toast crunch is just, just a different type of cinnamon toast crunch. What is this? It's Dul- coming to the store. Dulce de leche is It's like a more chocolatey caramel. It's a, it's a Mexican yeah. specialty. So it's really? you take like sweetened condensed milk uh-huh. and okay. it can... Sam, you sound like a real expert on this. Well, I took took four years of Spanish in high school, so we tried some dulce de leche. Okay. Can you bring me a churro? I would really like (laughs) to. We we made churros one time in class, and you, you, trust me, no, you did not want them. They they did not. Uh, I don't want your churros. Turned, no, no. Okay. I'm, it it turned way, more into a a, uh, a limp churro. I'm going to have a churro very soon. You just you you can bet the farm <laughs> that I'm about to have a churro. Uh, and I know a soon to be five year old that is going to be delighted to learn Hershey's strawberry ice cream cone kisses are a thing. If you like Hershey's okay. kisses, they have now rolled out. The strawberry ice cream cone flavor of the kisses. Okay, I would try this. Yeah, I, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. Sarah Cook. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> By the way, I've already looked for them on Amazon. I couldn't find them just yet. So doesn't mean they can't be found. I just couldn't find them with a simple search. But uh, I know a young lady that is definitely going to want to try these. We got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Did you know Yoda was partly modeled on a photo of Albert Einstein? Okay, I'm going to have to see a side-by-side before I believe that. Yeah, I can see it in there. Can if you? you? look closely, yeah. I can, I can kind I can, of picturing see it a little bit. Some of it was the little strands of hair yeah. that came out the top of okay. Yoda. They were kind of that wiry yeah. Albert Einstein hair. I can, I can see right. it in there. Um, but, Big Yoda uh, or Baby Yoda? Big Yoda. Oh, okay. The uh, OG. Yeah. The OG Yoda. Gotcha. <laughs> the, uh, so uh, anyway, you're, you can you can look it up and see it later. Uh, Coming to America scored the biggest streaming opening weekend of the past year. Well, yeah. The long-awaited sequel, Coming to America, scored the top opening weekend of any film launching on a streaming service in the past year when debuting March 5th on Amazon Prime Video. Now, you've still only seen it once, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, have you watched it? No. I still I've I still even watched it. Sam watched one and yeah, two. I watched back. one. I've never mm-hmm. seen one, so I watched one on Friday night and watched two over the weekend as well. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm curious to know. I mean, you'll you'll never know because... It's too late. I just wonder if one, it clearly doesn't mean as much to you as it does to us because generationally it was in our wheelhouse. It also hasn't had 25 years to ferment. Mm -hmm. 
you know, in, in you is that there's just, I can't tell you how much conversational enjoyment I have derived in the second half of my life. <laughs> thanks to coming to America. It's beautiful. Is the that original. <laughs> the Lord is good. I love the Lord. <laughs> you know, I just. <laughs> If you're not a Christian, you will be after you watch the first video. Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Arsenio Hall sees to it. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, what was your experience? I guess by bookending the two, starting your weekend with one and ending your weekend with the other, was it an enjoyable experience or was it one of those? These old people have made more out of this right. than really it is. Yeah. I mean, it was. <laughs> okay, yes. So yes. Um, I mean, uh, no, it wasn't. En- enough said. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good. I mean, I enjoyed it. It. it uh, I mean, if it was on, I'd watch it, but it wouldn't. I'm not sure I would seek it, if that, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, like, like I was telling Misty, if I would throw it in like the same category as like a Spaceballs, I would watch Spaceballs before I'd watch Coming to America again. That'd be a tough one for me. Yeah. I mean, I love Spaceballs. I mean, I to me, I laughed more at Spaceballs than I did at Coming to America. Part one or two? Yes. (laughs) You know, I I think I would probably laugh more at Spaceballs than than I would at Coming to America. But you know, that's the other thing. Coming to America is kind of a unique story. Mm -hmm. Uh, Here's the, and this is what Eddie Murphy will tell you, is that we didn't, we being my age, uh, half centurions almost soon to be. We didn't see movies like this with people of color in leading positive roles like this. You know, that, that our experience in the in the pop entertainment culture, it was different. And that's why for me I think it was it was so it was big. It was like, wow, look at this, you know, and it's funny. I mean it's great. But it's, I think too, I told Sam yesterday, I think though it was the first of its kind in that type of comedy. Mm-hmm. But they've had a lifetime of Medea. Tyler Perry has picked oh, up, see, and I, I think played off any of. of those. But you want, but there's a lot of that out there that has influenced now what they've seen. So it's not as funny to them. For us, it was a first time I'm seeing something like this, and it's hysterical. For yeah. me, it's it's tough too because whenever I hear Eddie Murphy, I keep waiting for someone to say "Donkey." Because you got, because oh, I yeah, just think you're that's, a Shrek kid. yeah, because yeah. that, that's yeah. That, yeah, I'm yeah. a Shrek kid, 100. percent Donkey, yes. Yeah. Uh, I, and so, but for us, you know, that's Wayne. <laughs> yeah. Wayne is the one saying donkey. Yeah. Um, which, by the which, way, their, their Uber Eats commercials are still great. I saw a new variation this morning where they've done the fake overdub so they can talk about all the various cities that they will d- deliver food to. So it's like where they've got one stock commercial. You know how in our in the business we do that. You just insert the city name for this one rather than have to recut the whole commercial. But they have been really outrageous with their edits so that, uh, you know, like Wayne goes, so tonight I'll be eating in Albuquerque. And, I will be, <laughs> and we'll be having the wonderful rack of ribs. <laughs> That's just well done. It's super see, fun. for my daughter, Eddie Murphy is the cricket on Mulan. Because sure. that's Madison's favorite. So, yeah. He's also the nutty professor. He's also yeah. Norbit. Yeah. Yeah. Good old big and the big old good. Yeah, son. but he coming to America on. came first. Absolutely. Donkey. Yeah. Oh, I love Donkey. And I could literally quote the entire <laughs> his lines at one point. Megan and sure. Harry's Oprah interview drew 17.1 million viewers. And Oprah says the Queen and Prince Philip were not the royals who made Archie skin color comments. It'd be interesting to see what the outcome. Uh, the palace has been pretty quiet on this, so I don't know if they'll continue to be quiet. Wait a minute. Who's Archie? Archie's their son. Archie's their son. Okay. Now, I've not seen a picture of him. Is he darker? No. Was that the comment? Yeah. yeah, uh, There was somebody in the family pulled Harry aside when they got together, apparently, allegedly, according to Megan, and conjected, well, what's this kid going to look like because she's biracial and what's that going to mean? Okay. That's an issue. Yes. Then that makes. Then I would leave a monarchy over that as well. Yeah. The Queen's sure. Gambit okay. is being developed as a stage musical. If you've not watched The Queen's Gambit this year, watch it. It's got a Kentucky connection to sure, it. Sure, it's, it's a good great. Show. But would that make for a good musical? Probably not. How many songs can you sing about chess? But that's all right. Uh, Blossom's Mayim Bialik mm. is struggling to get a reboot greenlit after literally years of trying. It's still amazing to watch 
to see Maya Bialik. Right. I know her so much as Amy Farrah Fowler. Right. To see her picture from Blossom. It just strikes me as odd. It's like, yeah, I forgot what she looked like as a kid. Is her new show, the Louisville one, is it any good? Call Me Cat. Is it good? I've not watched it. It comes on right before the Tim Allen show, Last Man Standing. So I always see the closing credit yeah. of Call Me Cat. Uh, Leslie Jordan is in it, and Leslie Jordan makes me laugh. Uh, but they do a neat thing at the end of the show where they do the closing credits. It's all the actors come out and do like a, they're dressed in a weird costume and they wave and they're singing a closing song. Right. It's kind of unique the way that they've done it. So I'll put it this way, Sam. I'm almost intrigued enough to watch it. Okay. Because I hadn't heard anybody that's seen it to say whether. Because I know it's based in Louisville, isn't it? I didn't it? know it existed. It, the setting is in Louisville. Of course, they didn't shoot it in Louisville or anything. But um and it's on the CW? It's, no, it's on Fox on Friday oh, evenings. Okay. Like, oh, that's it's a wasteland. I mean, you got to watch Cougar basketball Friday instead night, on Friday evenings. Friday it's night primetime television <laughs> is a yeah, it's not what it used to be. Huh? No, Full House was is, the thing rocking the Friday not. nights. And Space Jam sequel is cutting scenes from the movie involving Pepe Le Pew. Why? <laughs> French love upset us now. I, I don't. Pepe Le Pew Pepe, is one of my favorite Looney Tunes characters. Pepe Le Pew will reportedly not be making an appearance in Space Jam, A New Legacy. Oh, wait a minute. Let me think. I know why. Yeah. Why? Be, well, now that I think back and replay the cartoons in my head, he was always grabbing and touching the female. Andrew skunk. Cuomo. Yeah. This and, is, and didn't want. Pepe yes, Le Pew got yep, Andrew Cuomo. Yep. And didn't want, or creepy Joe Biden. Let me show you a a, oh, yeah. a compilation of him touching children. That's that is, is disturbing. That I saw. I first thought. I thought. Well, who knows? The movie may still stink to high heaven even without Pepe Le Pew, <laughs> but that remains to be seen. Yeah. We got to get to a break. We'll come back. Wrap it up for the morning here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. If an alien comes to Earth and says, take me to your leader, are we supposed to choose Mark Zuckerberg or Kylie Jenner? Ooh. Aren't, aren't those two people the real people of Earth, uh, the leaders of Earth? <laughs> They're the influencers for sure. Well, I mean, Zuckerberg's yeah. got half the people and Kylie Jenner's got, got the, the other, other half. Just yeah. figured it was he entertains uh, us and she makes us pretty, right? With all the cosmetics. <laughs> Well, I don't know if he entertains us. Gave us he, a platform. He controls to, uh, us. <laughs> maybe he gave us a platform to, to slowly destroy us and implode. Uh, call me cat, according to Pat, is on Thursday. Is that right, Sam? That's what the comments say. I, uh, I re- rely upon my DVR to tell me when one is ready. <laughs> you must be watching it my, on Friday yeah, on your DVR. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my DVR says, we have a fresh episode for you. <laughs> Good. I don't know when it's on. Put some jelly on it and serve it. I don't know the last time that I watched live TV that wasn't a sporting event. Not sure. Uh, to On TV tonight, speaking of, on ABC, to tell the truth, Brad Garrett, Cheryl Hines, and Big Boy. On NBC, The Blind Auditions, Part 4 on The Voice. I caught a little of that last evening. On Fox, listen, I'm going to tell you. I probably shouldn't tell you this. I went back last evening. I was working on some stuff for you, Sam. And I went back and watched the Alyssa Ray performance. Misty, I almost sent it to you and said, if you've not watched this really, because you heard it yesterday, Mm -hmm. but you've not seen it. Right. I was still moved by it, watching it the third time. Okay. Like, I heard it yesterday morning. I watched it Sunday night. I watched it three times last night and was still moved like, I can't believe how good she is. Okay, good. Well, so I'll, if you've I'll not taken it. the time to watch it and watch her and her confidence, mm-hmm. and you, you've got to see it. Okay. And did I mention on Fox, name that too? These are reruns by now, I think, because they did their uh, series finales last week. Today's highlight in history, this date in 1841, the U.S. Supreme Court in the United States versus the Amistad ruled 7-1 to one in favor of a group of illegally enslaved Africans who were captured off the U.S. coast after seizing control of uh, a Spanish schooner at La Amistad. There's a movie about that, if you don't know that story and you're so inclined to learn more about it. Barbie was introduced by Ruth Handler this date in 1959. 
Notorious B.I.G. was killed in a still unsolved drive-by shooting in L.A. this date in 1997. He was 24. I also have opted. I, I don't know that I will hold to this, but now every day a year ago, there is some milestone about COVID. You know, the stock market went in the tank. Da, 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 da. I just want to like pass a blanket ruling that while we're still enduring some of this stuff, mm-hmm. I'm not ready to commemorate the one-year anniversary of a lot of these small things that led to a big thing. You all fine with that? I am putting the uh, balloons away now. <laughs> Mickey Gilly is 85 today, cousin to Jerry Lee Lewis. Charles Gibson, the anchorman, former anchorman, is 78 today. Jeffrey Osborne is 73. Emmanuel Lewis is 50. Webster is 50. Wow. And by the way, can I just tell you, if you listen to 103.9 The Moose, you might have been hearing a new feature called Kentucky Sports Memories with Gary Fogle. I really like it, yeah. And I heard yesterday's version, and he said, uh, this week they're featuring... He's featuring Western Kentucky University's only Final Four appearance in school history. It was 50 years ago this year. I was like, wow, that's been 50 years already. And he said it was in 1971. I thought, oh, I know I'm turning 50 this year. (laughs) But when something happened 50 years ago, I think, wow, that's monumental. That was 50 years ago that that happened. Well, the good news is you're monumental come July. <laughs> I don't know. Yay! It's just it's Getting weird. The balloons back it's out. weird that that happened 50 years ago. Man, that was a long time ago. That's been five decades. Yeah, no kidding. And rapper Bow Wow is 34 today. I'm unsure. Is this who we formerly knew as Lil Bow Wow? Or yes. there too. Is there a Bow Wow and a Lil Bow Wow, or is this all the same? P. Diddy made everything murky for me. I don't I think know. Lil Bow Wow grew up to Bow Wow. Okay, so we just okay. dropped I, I the Lil. Yeah. I don't know that Lil Wayne will ever be just Wayne. All right. Speaking, no. No. No, there are too many Waynes. He yeah. can't just yeah. be a Wayne. Yeah. No. There can be a Bow Wow, but there can't be a Wayne. Unless you just change the old Wayne. Old Wayne, well, Lil Wayne. Right. Bobby Fisher is, uh, was born this date in 1943. Speaking of chess earlier. Say, is he the chess player? He is. Let's go to Chart Toppers. In 1953 is where we're attempting to go. Uh, we can't take off until you buckle your seatbelt. All right, there you go. Bessame, Bessame. No, this is 1944. The Jimmy Dorsey Orchestra. Bessame Mucho. Time I cling to All right, that's about enough of that. That was really too much. I was enjoying like it. That. Really? Yeah. You're a liar. You gotta love that. You said you took four <laughs> years of Spanish, not Italian. Yeah. <laughs> well, Italian and Spanish are like cousins. They're similar. Yeah. They're in the same like. Learning the languages. I would never <laughs> eat pizza with an enchilada. Oh. I would. Don't have to ask me twice. Yeah, right. Pizza. Have you ever had a taco pizza though? No, but we should say I, I object on the grounds principle. Mexican pizza? We'd have that at school lunch. The Mexican pizza was the best thing at school lunch at. No dessert pizza? No with Mexican little, pizza? With a little taco sauce on top? He's a purist. You're a perversion of two iconic things. Oh, you combine things all the time. <laughs> like peas and carrots? <laughs> peanut butter and chocolate? It's like the Skyza in Cincinnati, where you combine Skyline Chili Coney and wrap it in the La Rosa slice of pepperoni pizza? Now I think I'm back on Mark's team. <laughs> Bridge too far. You lost me. <laughs> we were so close there for a minute. <laughs> A.K.A. heart attack on a plate. Yeah. 1971, The Temptations were number one, just my imagination. Can you believe this song's 50 years old? Hey, I have a fresh salt shaker for you so you can rub some more salt in your wound over uh, there. Yeah, I am. Just keep pouring I'm, it on yourself I'm today. I'm salty over it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's one of those things I have known. It's like, well, I'll be 50. In this year, but it keeps getting closer and closer. Yeah, so but this can is, you kick? This is month three. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can. Kick? A stretch? Not I do need to stretch more. I'm not, I'm not stretching effectively. <laughs> Especially if you're kicking. That's right. Yes. Yeah, because yeah, I get, get those stretching. inverted. I kick and then I try and stretch and I think, well, what's the point oh. in really doing that? Queen, crazy little thing called love in 80. 
Sheena Easton, the lover in me in 89. Will Smith getting jiggy with it in 98. And Rihanna, work, was number one five years ago today. I could listen to this all day. Yeah. I love Queen. I want to. I need to watch Bohemian Rhapsody again. The thing about Queen is their music didn't all sound the same. It was each piece was very unique. Mm-hmm. You know Mer- how some bands like Chicago, they all have a very similar flair to them. <laughs> Freddie Mercury too. Just oh, it was such a good movie. Um, I I think maybe you all remember the group, but the the GCHS band group. I saw a meme shared this week that made me laugh. It was. A meme that it was an orange background and it said, I see a silhouette of a man. And then the guy was this silhouette was a man scaring, like yelling at a moose. Okay. Scaramoose, scaramoose. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you, meme world. This is why, this is why I love, I love to be in the band. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the essence of humor. That's, that's right. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Nothing shows a man's character more than what he laughs at. Nothing shows a man's character more than what he laughs at. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Misty Thomas, for Sam Gormley, I'm MB, and now you're in the know. Record with that, like saying there definitely won't, but I've been told that as of, as of last